Welcome to an enlightening podcast from IslamPodcasts.com. We encourage our listeners to please comment and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please remind your family and friends to also visit IslamPodcasts.com for engaging discussions on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran, Tafsir, Sira, and much more. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Alhamdulillah. Nahmaduhu wa nasta'inuhu wa nasta'afiruhu wa nu'minu bihi wa natarakkalu alayhi wa na'udhu billahi min shuroori anfusina wa min sayyat a'malina man yahdiyallahu falamudillalah wa man yudlilhu falahadiyalah wa ashadu an la ilaha illallahu wahdahu la sharika lah wa ashadu anna muhammadan abduhu wa rasooluh أما بعد قال الله سبحانه وتعالى في كتابه الكريم بعد أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون وقال سبحانه وتعالى في مكان ثاني يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطيع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما صدق الله العظيم. We thank Allah Azza wa Jal who allowed us to enter into another blessed month of Rabi'ul Awwal. This is the month, Islamic month. Which is very significant for many significant events occurred in this month. And I will shed light on one of the events with a different context, inshallah, today. And when I'm saying many events, that includes the birth of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. It does also include the migration of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam from Darul Shirk to Darul Islam, from Mecca to Medina. That also includes the first building of the masjid in the prophethood of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. It also includes the first Salatul Jum'ah was performed by Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam with the Ashab in this very same month. The Rabi'ul Awwal. And this is the same month in which our beloved Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam passed away from this world. And Anas bin Malik radiallahu an, he summed up two of the greatest events of the history of the Muslims in this hadith. And the saying of Anas bin Malik radiallahu an, he said, I have never witnessed a better day or brighter day than the day Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam entered into Medina. And he also said that the day, the darkest day of his life that he witnessed was the departure of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam from this world. Subhanallah. And both these, these events that we are talking about happened in the month of Rabi'ul Awwal. Yes, many of us 
around the globe in the masajid, be remembering Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam because of the events that occurred in Rabi'ul Awwal. I will not go into this detail of the Eid Milad and all those things that happened. Rather, I will stick to the point that I'd like to discuss today, which is the passing away of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam from this world. But before I talk about that, there's another event, so we have a context to understand, we'll talk about, and that happened around the time of Ghazwatul Badr. Ghazwatul Badr. This is the battle, the first battle, which Allah Azza wa referred as Yawmul Furqan as well. The day that the Haq and Batr was clearly distinguished. Now, this is the battle, the first major battle happened between the Meccans and Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and the Ashab of Rasulullah sallallahu And Uthman bin Affan radiallahu an, who was the son-in-law of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. At that time he was married to Ruqayya bint Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And she was very sick when the Sahaba were heading towards Badr. And Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam commanded Uthman to stay behind. And that's the subject of an order to understand because some of the people who, keep, who have kept grudge against Uthman try to say Uthman stayed behind for his own reasons. It was Muhammad sallallahu command he stayed behind. One, it's to that extent when they returned back from Badr, Uthman was given his share from the booty of the Badr. That shows why Uthman radiallahu stayed behind. But moving forward, during this battle, Ruqayya radiallahu anha, the daughter of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, she passed away. Not only she passed away, she passed away wishing to see Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, her father, the best creation of Allah azza wa jal. Wishing to see her sister Zainab radiallahu anha, when she was still in Mecca. But her time was there, and Allah Azza wa Jal, by His will, she returned back to Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. But here, the point is, battle of Badr occurred for a few days, and when she passed away, she was buried, and when Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam returned back to Medina, she was already buried. Salatul Janazah was already done. And she was buried. They did not even wait for Muhammad to see her prior to burial. Because of the hadith of Rasulullah that talks about that. أَسْرَعُوا بِالْجَنَازَةَ فَإِنْ تَكُسُوا عَلِحَدًا فَخَيْرٌ تَقَدَّمُونَهَا تَقَدَّمُونَهَا إِلَيْهِ The hadith says, hurry up for the janazah. And this is we know, all of us, very well aware of it. Whenever somebody dies, we hurry up. Because if there's something good that's waiting for him or her, it will reach there. And the hadith of And if there's a bad person, evil person, then you will get rid of him from your neck. So the command for us is very clear that to the point, even if the daughter of Muhammad passed away, 
she was buried before even the arrival of Muhammad <laughs> This is very known fact from the hadith of Rasulullah Similarly, there's another hadith mentioned in Bukhari that talks about one of the black men or women who used to be take care of Masjid Nabawi, passed away. And he or she was buried during the night time. Rasulullah asked about him or her. And that's what the look at the Muhammad He was aware of all people around him. It was not, oh, a person is a caretaker of the masjid, or he's a lonely person, so not, you, don't, you don't know anything about that person. Muhammad the best of the creation of Allah Azza wa Jal, the best of the Prophet of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He was well aware of people around him and of well-being. He questioned them. The way, what happened to him? And, and, uh, <clears throat> and he, was, he or she was buried. And Rasulullah asked him to show me that he was buried. And Muhammad went to the grave and prayed for that person who passed away. Subhanallah. Now here again, the commonality I'm trying to point out here is, a person who was a caretaker of the masjid as well, passed away, they did not want to tell Rasulullah because they did not want to bother him during the night time. That's what they said to Rasulullah And Rasulullah said, why did you tell me that? But the point is, he was buried or she was buried right away. And that's the, that's the, one of the, one of the, 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 one of the honor of a deceased person in Islam. That we bury him or her as soon as possible. Now let's move forward to an incident that happened in this month of Rabi'ul Awwal. Which is the passing away of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. As the reports talk about, he passed away on the Monday, 12th of Rabi'ul Awwal. He seemed to be quite healthy at the time of the Fajr. Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu anhu who was leading the prayer for past few days, at the Fajr time, he came out of his hujrah and he looked and there was a bright face he had. And Sahaba thought that Rasulullah will come and lead the prayer now. And Rasulullah pointed, no, you continue the, the, the prayer. And he had a smile. And Abu Bakr Siddiq who was leading the prayer for past few days because of the illness of Rasulullah he thought he's getting better. So he walked, he, after the Fajr prayer, he went away to out of Medina, the place called Sunnah, and he was visiting his wife. During this time, Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam passed away. So, so Fajr prayer was the last prayer. After that, Rasulullah sallallahu between Zohar and Fajr prayer time, he passed away. Now, when he passed away, the situation of the Sahaba was very grave, as one of the reports talk about that when it comes to Ali radiallahu an, he closed himself in the house of Fatima radiallahu anhu. And Uthman bin Affan radiallahu an, he became silent. He could not speak. Until, and, and Umar bin Khattab radiallahu an, Talking about the major Sahaba, of course, the similar situation was in the rest of the Sahaba as well. But Umar radiallahu anhu, he got up and he took out his sword 
He said, anyone who said Muhammad passed away, he's going to chop off his neck. He said, Muhammad returned back to Allah as Musa went to Allah and he will be coming back. Now when Abu Bakr Siddiq found out, right away he came. Returned back to Muhammad he went to his hujra. He lifted the cloak that he was covered with. He kissed his forehead and, and he said, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will not make you go through the same pain twice. He came out and he asked Umar radiallahu an. And let's not forget, Umar was a, was a very strong man. To go against him, you have to think twice. Umar said, Abu Bakr said to Umar, sit down. He's not listening. And then Abu Bakr, he started praising Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And after praising Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he said, فَإِن مَنْ كَانَ يَعْبُدُوا مُحَمَّدًا فَإِنَّ مُحَمَّدًا قَدْ مَا Whosoever worshipped Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he should know that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam passed away. They would say, وَمَنْ كَانَ يَعْبُدُ اللَّهِ فَإِنَّ اللَّهَ حَيٌّ لَا يَمُوهِ And then he said, and whosoever worships Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he is alive and he does not die. That's about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu He is one of the greatest sahaba of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The way he was composed, even in one of the darkest days of the history of Islam, of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam passed away. And then he started reciting, وَمَا مُحَمَّدٌ إِلَّا رَسُولٌ قَدْ خَلَقْ مِنْ قَبْلِهِ الرُّسُلٌ The Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was not but the Rasul of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and they are messengers who passed before him. فَإِنْ مَاتَ أَوْ قُتِلَ أَنْ قَلَبْتُمْ عَلَىٰ أَقَابِكُمْ And if he is killed or if he dies, are you going to turn your heels? وَمَنْ يَنْقَلِوْ عَلَىٰ عَقِبَيْهِ فَلَنْ يَدُرُّ اللَّهَ شَيَّةً And whosoever turned his heel, meaning turned his back towards the deen of Allah Azza wa Jal, because Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam died, he cannot harm anything to Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Taala. And Umar ibn Khattab radiallahu an and the rest of the Sahaba, they felt as if this verse was just revealed. Even though they all knew the verse, they knew the verse. This was revealed during the, after the, after Ghazwat Ahad. When there was a rumor about Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was killed in Ali Imran. And this, Umar al-Khattab says when he heard this verse that his legs cannot carry him anymore. And he sat down. And the Sahaba, they had the confirmation. Even though they knew this verse, it's not that they were thinking of this verse was revealed after Muhammad sallallahu passed away. It felt as if that's what they were saying. And now, Sahaba Ridwanullah alayhim, as the riwayat, as the reports talk about, the Ansar, especially, specifically, they gathered in Saqifa Bani Sa'ida, the hallway of, or the roof covered with, of Bani Sa'ida. And they were discussing about who will be the next Amir between us. And they were around uh, one of the Sahabi, Abu Ubaidah bin, uh, bin, uh, bin, 
فقيل يعني والله صاري الله 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 صاري سعد بن عباده سعد بن عباده رضي الله عنه and he they were gathered around him and he had he was covered because he had a fever now when Umar and Abu Bakr found out that the Ansar has gathered to 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 appoint the Amir and Muhajirin are sitting there so they went to the to to the the Saqifah and they went when they got to Saqifah they found that what was going on and they reminded them Abu Bakr Siddiq again is the one who stood up and he gave a wonderful speech because of lack of time I'm not going to go into the detail of that but Umar bin Khattab radiyallahu anhu he says during this time when Abu Bakr and Umar were walking towards Saqifah from the hall, on the, 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 the hall, he was thinking what he would be talking about. And Abu Bakr held him back. And Abu Bakr started talking. And Abu Umar said, Abu Bakr said all the things that I thought of and better. And he was able to gather the Muslim, Muslims under one leadership. He was getting to the point and saw even proposed. Pick one Amir from the Ansar and from the Muhajirin. And then Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu anhu, when he reminded them about the people who were not gathered except around the Quraysh. And he mentioned about the hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And he proposed two people, Abu Ubaidah bin Jarrah and Umar bin Khattab, to choose between two. And Umar was the first one to grab the hand of Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu anhu. And he gave him the bear. And that followed by all the Sahaba, even Ali bin Abi Talib radiallahu anhu, who gave the bear to Rasulullah, uh, Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu anhu, and he became the Khalifa. Now, why am I giving this whole story? This process did not happen right after the death of Rasulullah sallallahu by the way. Rasulullah sallallahu passed away on the day of Monday. And now the Sahaba were gathered to pick the Amir now and the delay the burial of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam to the point that he was that he died Monday day of Monday and he was buried on the night of Wednesday. And the only reason that the burial of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam was delayed, even though we just talked about the burial of Ruqayyah, the daughter of Rasulullah sallallahu was not delayed. The person who said, take caretaker of the masjid, his burial was not delayed. And Rasulullah commanded us to bury the deceased person as soon as possible. When it comes to Muhammad, the greatest creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, when he died, his burial has been delayed. Why is that? Why is that that was delayed? And for that, the scholars agreed upon, and you can find many, many opinions about this. And Sahaba, there was a jama'ah of the Sahaba, that they delayed, we know they delayed. They delayed the battle of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And the reason behind that was, that Rasulullah, they, they have to have an amir, around which the ummah be united. It is such an important aspect of our deen. That even the burial of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam was delayed for so long. So my brothers and sisters, there is a point of reflection for us to think that how come that we cannot see this reality anymore and we are engaged in 
celebrating the birthday or celebrating the month of Rabi'ul Awwal or celebrating having talks and all those seminars, but we are forgetting what happened on, in the month of Rabi'ul Awwal. We are forgetting that migration happened in the month of Rabi'ul Awwal. The Muslims went from Darul Shirk to Darul Dar Islam in the month of Rabi'ul Awwal. It's like we have become blind about the reality of our deen. This deen came over, sent Muhammad with, with the mission. Another place Allah says, He who sent Muhammad with the guidance, with the deen of truth. So this deen, this way of life from the creator of the heavens and the earth prevails over all other ways of life. Even though polytheists, they will detest it. But Allah and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is enough of a witness about this amr, about this thing, this matter. That this will happen again. It's up to us. We can continue to be the neglectful ones and don't realize what was the purpose of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa to be sent to this world. I was in one of the masajid last Friday and I was surprised that the whole purpose of the migration was referred as creation of Masjid al-Nabawi. So hence, we will be creating one masajid. How can we be so neglectful about this? The Masjid al-Nabawi was the headquarter of Muhammad where he was not only the messenger of Allah, not only the prophet of Allah, but he was also the hakim over there. A ruler over there. That's why, that's the way Islam showed us how the deen of Allah Azza prevailed. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give us the correct understanding of our deen. We ask Allah Azza wa to show us the path, the path of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, so we can be the ones who be successful not only in this dunya but also in the akhirah. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Podcasts on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran tafsir, and sirah are available at islampodcasts.com as well as on iTunes. Rate, review, and comment and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please subscribe, share, and tell a friend about islampodcasts.com.